been some time. <laughs> yeah, and that anyone is listening anyway. Talk to myself. So it's been some time. Yeah, I don't know how to take it. It seems that doing things for no one else but yourself, and not even not yourself, but doing it because it feels like it, and you see the value in it for myself or for oneself. Not as for myself, as the idea of myself, but you know, just because. This demands a lot. Not a lot of variables, a lot of factors, or etc., etc. But if doing anything that I'm doing for anything else, for any reason, that reason could be taken away from me. For any hope, that hope can be taken away from me and will be taken away from me. So, can I do anything without a reason? A specific reason? I mean, this is the question. I really am concerned about this. That's why I'm talking about this. It seems that whatever reason or collection of reasons, same reason that you would have in order to convince yourself, or, well, you know, the reason pe people put for doing a job, being with someone, traveling somewhere, all this and more, and now also in terms of uh, vocation, doing something that fulfills your heart and soul. Whatever, the, whatever those words mean, you know, just the mainstream reference of, you know, body and soul and stuff. Some days, those reasons, no matter how many and how powerful, all of them seem so meaningless. And other days are so important. It's like, oh, yeah. To help one another, to do this, to do that. But for example, today, I really have no reason to do this. Except that I told myself I'm going to do it. It's kind of like because I have to do it. And I have to because it's going to lead some. Sorry, not to do it because I know it's going to lead me somewhere. Or that it had have led me somewhere. But to do it because... Just... That's what I do. And of course, if I, if I dig deep and ask myself the question, it's like, why? Why specifically this? Isn't this maybe... I talk in a way to ease the burning in my chest, 
to maybe exercise the talents or the hobbies or the artistic expressions that I would like to enjoy. And I think this is kind of kind of coming close to it. Yet I'm not getting the right or attention from outside. So I'm doing it. Would I be doing this with other people? Is what I'm doing that important to me that I don't want other people to just treat it like any other thing, but rather really be connected to it as much as I am? And so far, I really didn't meet anyone who's like that to believe in what I'm doing as if I, as if, as I believe in it. So I'm doing it by myself and for myself. Well, not for myself, but rather by myself. The for myself is a, is a given. It's not something to be concerned about. But, you know, a question of being concerned about, I don't know if this is, it doesn't really interest me. It's just a matter of me being concerned. It's not something to prove or disprove for for the moment. It just is. But yeah. Working for no reason. Working for no one seems to be I don't know if I'm using the right word but daunting I mean this is something that's been recorded and I'm giving it to the public at least it's being there so it's like the question is like why do you do it why don't you just do it for yourself it's like you never know you never know who might find this interesting now later a different lifetime, who knows? So I do what I do, and I see. I see the value for this for me. I completely see it. There is like there is no doubt about it. This is the beautiful part about it. Like it's really beautiful. And and how? What can I say? I can really talk for another hour about how valuable this is to me. Not to me as in me, Aham, the speaker. No, but to me as in this organism going through the emotions and thoughts and figuring out and seeing it through what's false and what's true, giving space to hear myself and to hear someone else, responsibility, responding truthfully, Actually, maybe if anything, it's actually better that nobody's listening. Because if no, if somebody is listening, maybe I will change my words in order to, you know, not to sound very offensive or this or that or the other or sway away or shy away from some topics because it might, you know, not be okay. Or maybe even provoke some topics because this is what I think people around me are involved in these days and I want to be part of it, so I'm going to do it. All these childish reasons, when they are out of the way, 
because they have been seen for what they are, what is left. What's left is this. What's left is seems like joy. What's left is actually nothing. But you're in this space where no one exists. Not even yourself. And you're not even concerned about yourself. Everything becomes a playground. The kind of playground that you just you're in peace with whatsoever, with whatever is going on. Because there is nothing. You just do. Whatever is it is doing <laughs> itself. I know it sounds weird. But this mental this capacity it is not being filled or occupied by experience. Because experience now I'm not even there is no concern for experience itself. There is just this and that's it. I mean, how can you even market something like this? How can you market something that is unrecognizable? And no matter how much you describe it, it's not even close or near to exactly what's going on. Oh, it's a pity, really, it's a pity. And the thing is, is like, am I not responsible enough? I'm not trying to convey this. Or I'm actually really responsible to show that this is not something to be taught. This is only something to be went through in your own way, in your own pace. Your own, not the collection of what you know. It's a big difference. It's a really big difference. Most of us really don't can't really recognize it. Because how can you really recognize it when when your whole life you've been like treated and educated and cared for 
in a way. How to even step outside of safety, of family, of culture, of everything, you know, the whole thing. Why would you? Why would you be pointed in that direction? Because you didn't have anyone like this around you. And chances are, if you did, for some time, then that person wouldn't be anymore. Because it just doesn't go along. I know. It seems like it. For now. But I also think that this is just another story I'm telling myself. Maybe this is just another way of me kind of... Uh, overselling this moment explaining why it's not working for you or for me or you know not working or not accessible or not that popular everyone talks about it but actually it's not really popular most people are occupied with the topic about it with every revelation and then every talk and every quote, new quote or every book, it's like, wow, I know something more. It becomes even harder to see if I'm living it or I'm just occupied with the topic of living it. <laughs> this is so much fun. Exposing my phoniness is so much fun. Exposing, exposing each other phoniness is so much fun. Exposing each other, not on purpose, because it is there. You know? And not directly even. not on, Again, not on purpose. Just it is what it is. Not for because I'm jealous or because that's my purpose of the world, in the world, or competition or because I'm a good person, because I'm a bad person. We've been, we've done all that. And even when it comes to this scene for, hopefully, and inshallah for what, for what it is. Just because. To me personally, I value such connections immensely. But not just to point out. Because this is not something that you are sure of. It's point out and, and having a dialogue about it.
Yeah. So basically, like this past section, I called it honest living. Living honestly. What's the impact of really living honestly? Living honestly. Regardless of what that actually means, right? and the impact of it, but the thing is, let's say that I haven't been living honestly, and now all of a sudden I am, for some miracle, right? I'm not saying that this is the way to live or not. I don't know if this actually even works or functions. Because, you know, if, like the example I always give, like if you've been smoking like a pack or two or three cigarettes every day for the past 10 years or 15 years, 20 years, and then you quit all of a sudden, I've heard from so many doctors, few at least, that uh, the system wouldn't accept it. It would shut down. So it's part of the... For the health of the organism, you know, the body, to continue smoking and maybe reduce. Now, that's a very, like, biological, physical fact. Now, I'm not too sure about it, but I would say it really makes sense. Around 80% it will really make sense. Even, like, heroin addicts also, they give them, like, gradually and then reduce it because the body is dependent now. Now, psychologically speaking, I've been deceiving myself for as long as I remember. I figure something out and then I replace it with something else saying that I made progress or I now I know myself more than before. But exactly, did I? Or just replaced another st- one story with another? Modifying the past story in the here and now. It's the past story, continuation of what was. Not letting go. Like a Role-playing game, you know, you just change the same character, but you just change stats, put this and put that, you know, it's just, it's a game, still a game. Let's say that all of a sudden you become honest. Without regards, you know, it's an assumption, but without regards to what happened. What's going to happen to my relationships? My work. All that. My life. My daily living. My food. My sleep. What I consume. What my pleasures. Yeah. Whatever I enjoy doing. So-called enjoy doing. What I take pleasure in to make it. Because here the distinction between pleasure and joy is really crucial. So joy is that which is measured by nothing. And pleasure is that which I seek. One cannot seek joy, but one always seeks pleasure. That's why it's pleasure. Joy is in moment. Pleasure is the seeking of that past moment. Here we go. Hopefully it was conveyed to whoever is listening. But 
see the impact of living truly, not truly to oneself, but living truly and honestly. Not according to an idea, but just living. Like it's it's not just the consideration of the past, future, uh, my well-being, my all that, you know, all these considerations and justifications, which is like I'm not saying that some of them are not factual or relevant, but just you know, honest living, honestly, honestly, looking, and it doesn't. That's not saying that even concerned of doing mistakes or not that's also like that's that's part of the whole thing but it's not what i'm concerned with if i am what's concerned with then i go into it and i just see it out what's going on what is a mistake and all that you know inquire and go deep because it's a hurdle you don't go deep because you want to go deep because you are a deep person you just go deep because there is a necessity to go deep in that which is limiting my living clearly limiting my living i want to have this job but i have a problem with this or that i want to be with this person but i have a problem with this or that then you go deep into it and hopefully and luckily if they would join you in this endeavor but going back do i see the impact of living honestly if I take it in a logical way, it seems that my whole life will be destroyed, as I know it, and I'll be completely lost, which is true. But I don't know if the system really can handle that. So imagining how it would be, how, how it is to live honestly, is childish. It is really childish. It's like, oh, what will happen? Why? What? What? I? Why? Why are you thinking like that? You know, that's the biggest statement. Your concern about living honestly is the biggest indication for now, at least, the biggest indication how corrupted you actually are. Corrupted. Literally. If you, sure, most of us are corrupted. So, if you don't mind it, you don't mind it. You don't mind being like that is one thing, and don't mind seeing it is another. Ignoring the facts without denying it. I mean, being corrupted is one thing. Seeing or ignoring the fact which I am in touch with that I am corrupted. What is that? I mean, is that evil? If I had hypocrisy, maybe I'm just reflecting over my own experience, but. Blaming it like everyone is like that. This is how the world works. And it's like all that. It's such a phony thing. But 
you know, I'm not even, I'm not even going to give it even my attention and energy. For, really? It's like, this is, you want to do that. For, I'm not talking to you. I really am not concerned with you. Because if you're not concerned, why would I be? Why would I be concerned with you? I mean, other than the, you know, the things that you can't handle. Sickness, or accident, demo being immobilized and all that stuff. But maybe I am also trying to justify the lack of concern that I have for others. Psychologically speaking, I don't know if it's also physical. Hmm. No, I really think it's psychologically speaking, but I'm not going to deny that the lay, the sheer laziness or unwillingness, like the the the, the lack of will to to help another in their own needs. <sighs> because one is already in need. But then again, I'm in need psychologically more than I'm in need physically. I mean, I'm not here like having three, four kids that I'm watching of over and me being a single parent and have a job. Like I'm not that person, but it's it's all a matter of just like taking care of myself, again, psychologically, and then the physically becomes a part of it. That when that happens, is uh, the physical part is not hard to cope with. Because it is, it's a necessity. It's good, you do what you do, you know, you take care of your sleep, your food, your drink, whatever you consume, stimulants-wise, very careful on my personal case as well, uh, actually, and for you, whatever that is. But psychologically, I'm not concerned with you. I'm I would be concerned, but that would, would mean differently, would mean something different, which is I'd be curious and interested once we have a dialogue, a proper dialogue. Not about how the talk will start or whatever, but that uh, the that quality, that interest into really seeing whatever is going on, but even that it doesn't really feel quite right. There are a lot of us like they are engaged in dialogue, but and we do express our sheer interests and seriousness about what we do and why we do it, and to make myself better and to live the truth and you know whatever all that. But it's like then when it comes to really to, down to it, 
not many, very few of us are actually there. And this has been so confusing to me. Hmm. Maybe it's confusing to me because I do see something and when I try to convey that which I see and the person is not ready to see it, there is resistance and conflict. Maybe this is a part on me, like I'm not being sensitive enough or responsible enough to actually tackle this aspect about what is making me non-responsive to whatever is going on what am I concerned about what is it that I'm concerned about that is numbing or limiting my sensitivity and sense of responsibility.
Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to actually answer the question. But uh, what am I concerned about that's limiting my responsibility and sensitivity? And I don't want the answer to come from the place, which is the same place that I have the answer as. Hmm. Can I be concerned with anything other than what happened? It's physically impossible, I think. Scientifically, logically, impossible to be concerned with anything other than what happened. Whatever happened. Now, saying that being concerned with the past separates it kind of from the future which I think is kind of like it's necessary not to do that because, yeah, just what happened. Even if what happened is a future thought, it's still what happened. Let's make it simple as, as simple as it could be in, in the moment. So I am concerned with what happened. And my concern with what's happened limits my responsibility and sensitivity and my action limits everything limits all what is happening my concern with what happened limits what's happening limits my actually limits it not limits my responsibility and sensitivity uh, to what's happening because my responsibility and sensitivity is part of what's happening now. Oh, this is so, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Hmm. Ignoring what happened does not mean that I'm not concerned with it. That's another escape. This is not, we're, not, we're not talking about this. Well, most of us maybe could do that, you know, and also this spiritual jargon and meditators and yoga, yogis and stuff. Or going into it deeply with whatever needs to be done and then not good to go at it again, you know, like I've dealt with it. I've done ayahuasca, I've done my retreats, I've done my silent treatment, all that. And I went into it and it's done. Well, is it really done? Or are you just escaping from it? This is to you and to me. But wow. Being occupied with what happened limits what's happening. So what's happening has inclusive in it or of it all that has happened. 
and that all that will happen as well. Yeah. But being concerned about it makes it what happened. <laughs> so it's like, don't try to play this game because that's enough. No need to think about something that is already here and now. That limits the contact, limits the relationship. Ay, ay, ay. For some reason, it feels like now it's like a relationship. It's so beautiful. This could be so beautiful. You know? Because it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe me, maybe. It's most of us. So our energy is spent over what happened. Or with what want, what we want to happen. We're not meeting each other. I'm not saying meeting you. Because meeting you could be meeting your past again. Meeting what happened with you. Or what will happen with you. But I'm just meeting you in this moment. Do we even know what that means? I don't. So curious about discovering what that is. And it's really hard to kind of see that because I've been always kind of like concerned with answers, solutions, methods and techniques of how to navigate life. And it's such a subtle art. This word that Paul used, very subtle, subtle art. Truth is subtle. I no, 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 no. I'll forget about that. It's just the subtlety of being in the moment. Or the subtlety of the moment. Hmm. I honestly think this is enough. We've went into enough stuff. I think this is enough. We went through into a lot of stuff. But now I'm wondering really what kind of track would I be playing now? Would it be something peaceful? Something like celebration? Because, you know, I don't know. For me, I've reached kind of a, kind of a different perspective or a different area. Hmm. Maybe I can go by color and the color says yellow. Yep. It, uh, it is indeed yellow. Try this one. 
thing is like it's a little bit hard because I'm the DJ and I'm also the one talking so it's kind of like very difficult and I'm learning this more and more yeah but I think this is enough this is a good track to leave you by it's been nice I feel like this session has been one of the most honest sessions that I've had and on to hopefully next week if it happens, ciao.